0: Today's episode is brought to you by The Northman, an action-filled epic from visionary director Robert Eggers with an all-star cast that includes Alexander Skarsgård, Nicole Kidman, Anya Taylor-Joy, Ethan Hawke, Bjork, and Willem Dafoe. Witness the rise of The Northman as he discovers that fate has no mercy. The Northman is only in theaters April 22nd.
1: Visit thenorthmanfilm.com to learn more.
0: what's going on how's everybody doing this is crazy to get to get to here huh sometimes just getting to a place it's 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 awesome right hello my name is sean this is weekly games chat this is episode 344 if you just found us and you're like where in the f- have they been well we've been here all right 343 other shows go check them out except for those thanos ones actually uh, but this is oh wait no huh? never mind i fu- Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you almost did that, too. So yeah, yeah, it's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, My name again is Sean. This is the greatest podcast of all time as it relates to video games, especially on Tuesdays when we record, but we come out on Wednesdays. Have I confused you enough? Good. That's my job. I want to turn to my uh, my virtual right or is it my left? I don't know anymore. And welcome two of my good friends to the show. uh, Officially uh mr john baron how you doing sir it's good to see you Looking hello sean
1: head. hello sean and why pray tell are we the greatest podcast in the world well it's because of viewers and listeners like you oh
0: he's never that's that's legit i'm looking right at you that's legit at you. <laughs> that's you legit go. are you uh oh are you having some scotch tonight buddy mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah nice and then of course the man himself uh the, one of the original ogs of what used to be games and games with chris and chris uh you know he once filled in and, and became the greatest uh what were you the, the, the ghost the ghost you're the greatest ghost ever uh in a time of need and you you seem to always be there except for those times we say hey chris can you help us move and your back hurts but it's fine.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> he
0: is the greatest producer of the greatest podcast in the entire world. Chris, what's up? Funny thing is, my back is
2: hurting today. <laughs> of course it is. It's Tuesday. It's show day. <laughs> and so back hurts. got
0: this topic? All right. I'll be back later. <laughs> it's fine. I got a, I got a whole new... Uh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I got Chris, a story...
1: Go ahead, Sean. Uh, sorry. No, you go ahead, buddy. You got to well, ask he, Chris a question. Well, speaking of old man chat and speaking of his back, Chris, do you have one of those things that you can put on your back that sends like electrical impulses? No, I don't. I haven't gotten that level. I do have a pillow behind my back right now.
0: and no. what, what about those things Michael Phelps does? Uh, that, I, that, online, that online no, no, self-help no, no. app? He, he, I don't think it's... <laughs> Maybe it's not Michael Phelps, but I think during one of the Olympics, he had a uh, the tape you put on, certain spots only, and, and athletes wear it now a lot, and I think he kind of started it. I forget the name of the tape, but it's very expensive. You can get it at like, you know, Walgreens at the corner of Happy and Healthy for like $30 a roll. Can't so say
2: that. I've uh, invested in the
0: athletic tape.
2: No, that's a no on the athletic tape.
0: Well, no no i i I'm gonna now that I've thought about it, I'm actually gonna tell you what it is, and I want you to try it and I'm so not. you know I've had two girls in cheer, and they've had hurt y parts right uh that's not i a word. think I think this could help you I really do uh the, the fun part's gonna be though you getting it to the part of your back that hurts <laughs> <laughs> right Penny, <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, a couple of things happened since the last time we spoke. Uh, first of all, we all hope you had a wonderful Valentine's day, whether or not, you know, you celebrated the, uh, do we call it a holiday or not? Ho- hopefully your day was quite lovely. Um, we of course, ended our, our, our love to all you guys for being awesome. Uh, and then, uh, we have his new Super Bowl champion. It happened. a pretty epic, uh, ending to the game, but the game was kind of meh. what did you think? It was you, the game. reason I say that, Chris, I'm pivoting to you and then John, of course, is because you kind of fell asleep during it.
2: I fell asleep because I was on a muscle relaxer, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> but that'll uh, do it. Yeah, but no, I thought for us all. I mean, it was a very defensive game, but you know, the, I was awake for the most important moment, which of course was
0: the halftime show. So, John, was, did you watch it? Huh? John slept. John right. has fallen asleep because John is a Richard. <laughs> uh, i
1: i watched it a little bit um while playing a game I you know fun fact though when i was yeah. a wee, when i was a wee tyke yeah before before i was a 49ers fan i was a la rams fan hmm. i'm not anymore i'm not suggesting i'm not trying to go oh that's my team no not my team i don't have one really in the nfl anymore but i was kind of pulling for um for the rams And,
0: and, you know, I I get it, too. You had a couple of ties We used to be a Rams fan. I knew that, actually. Uh, And then you also, uh, you're a fan of the University of Georgia as it relates to its athletics, like football. And then, of course, Georgia had a couple of representatives, uh, Matthew Stafford being a big one, who, if you follow his story on Mm. a professional football level, it was kind of awesome. He went to Detroit, and Detroit Mm. recently, and maybe historically, I don't know. Historically. Historically hasn't been the best uh they've had some runs they've had some good Hall of Fame type players calvin Johnston, Barry Sanders, you know uh and he spent some time there, and I heard him before the Super Bowl say that you know he he became a man there. he kind of grew up, he learned how to play the game, how to be a pro, and it, he had some teammates that were still kind of rooting for him in the game, so he was playing for them as well and hope that they felt the win if he was to win, so that was kind of cool and and Matthew Stafford seems to be a pretty cool, pretty cool dude. He was and three as a Detroit Lion in the playoff, and he ended up saying F all that noise and just became a champion. So that's pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? A couple things that people look for in the Super Bowl, right? (laughs) Commercials, right? Commercials. (laughs) I feel like since the incident, (laughs) Super Bowl commercials have been meh. I think they tamed them on purpose. Uh, But I was going to ask you guys, I got two of these I'm going to do today. I'm going to ask you your favorites, if if you can say it. Mm -hmm. Did you watch the commercials and do you have a favorite? I'll start off just to kind of give you an idea of where my head's at. I laughed so hard at a McDonald's commercial. Yeah. Uh, And this was the one to refresh your memory Um, for those of you listening. If you saw it, it's the one where they pull up to the drive thru and, uh, you know, basically they say, Welcome, McDonald's gonna take your order. And then you go, uh, um, (laughs) and the whole commercial. (laughs) Is everybody doing that? And then uh, after they decide to order chicken nuggets, then of course the question is, what sauce would you like? Which then starts the whole uh, um thing over again. I laughed so hard. Does any of them stick out to you guys? Not really. Um
2: I'm trying to think. There was the Pete Davidson one
0: where yeah. they brought back the linebacker and all that. I actually um, didn't see that one. I stepped away during that, that commercial break.
2: Oh, and the, um, the Amazon one for Alexa with, uh, Scarlett, um, and Colin, where it was like, you could hear their. Oh yeah. (laughs) That was a funny one too. Yeah. yeah. It was
0: cool to see the, the, the recurrence of like the, the Budweiser commercial with the dog and the, uh, you know, the iconic Budweiser horses, uh, Stuff like that. But everybody, it seemed like they didn't even care. John, I'm looking at you to give me an answer and I don't I don't think you saw
1: commercials. Am I wrong on that? I saw a couple. I wouldn't say that I, I saw the whole shebang. Yeah. Um, I thought the Uber Eats commercial was pretty freaking hilarious. <laughs> oh yeah. You didn't think it was gross and they was eating kitty litter? I thought it was awesome. It's so <laughs> funny. So funny. But I gotta, I gotta I've I don't know. I didn't see this when they aired it yeah and so i don't know that this was necessarily a super bowl commercial yeah was there a lubriderm commercial
0: i don't know i don't
1: know with al pacino
2: i don't know it might have been a local market one kind of like the
1: yeah.
0: bush
2: does with uh will ferrell pretty much every year
1: yeah i think the I most em- i think the most embarrassing one was um t-mobile i thought the thing was so skeezy and que- um, um what's the word uh Oh, with cringe Dolly Parton cring. and with uh, was, Molly Cyrus. Cr- yeah, it was very cringy to me. I didn't cringe. It was cringe, it was, bro. It so cringe. I'm like,
0: so cringe. But of course, I can't remember, and maybe it's just that I'm an old man, you know, and I say things like this. But I feel like the hype for at least people my age for the ha- halftime show has never been at a higher level of anticipation. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. And and it was cool, you know, and and in recent memory, we've had like the weekend we've had lady Gaga. Uh, you know, we've had some pretty cool stuff, but for me, I don't, it's just me, uh, seeing the knowing the fact that the halftime show was going to be Dr. Dre Snoop. And it was a good pick. Obviously they know what they're doing. They're in the West coast. They're in the LA Rams home stadium. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Um, now I don't I don't I'm not going to go on to say it was the best Super Bowl show ever. I mean, Chris actually talked about that briefly. He brought up Prince, yeah, um, as possibly being the the goat of halftime shows. I remember Michael Jackson. Um, you know, there's been some really good ones, but yeah. What do you guys think about that halftime show? Did y'all turn it up and jam?
2: It was fun. It was. I mean, I kind of wish, like, uh, I wish I had gotten more from certain people and less from others. I really didn't need Fifty Cent. I'm not a big 50 Cent fan, so that's a personal thing for me. Um, and as much as I love Mary J. Blige, that just didn't really fit with everything else that was going on, especially it being West Coast and you know, she's from New York. Uh well, and
0: technically Eminem's, you know, from Detroit, we get it. Yeah. I think the tie in was they're all Yeah, they're Dre produced uh,
2: people. Yeah. yeah but so, she
0: so that that was cool. Yeah. But
2: like still watching, you know, watching Snoop just go up there and do his thing. I I really wanted more Eminem. Like that was the one where I was like, man, and they gave him kind of the most basic of like, of course they would do that at the Super Bowl because you're not yeah, gonna... that
0: song. That song. If I, I saw a stat somewhere, it's probably his biggest song ever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause no it was question. in a movie soundtrack, blah, blah, blah. It's the most but, mainstream, but yeah, it's the most mainstream. What do you think could, he could have played in addition? I mean, he's got a big catalog, but could've what would have
2: fit? Who came up and didn't hide. My name is could've... If he had done Stan, oh, threw would, it way back. Yeah. I would have laughed if he had done Stan. And then of course, you know, like
0: Or oh, forgot about Dre, that would have been a good one.
2: Yeah, like that was really weird because they even teased it up. Like Kendrick at the end of his started kind of working uh kind of like an ab lib thing and and I was like, Oh, they're gonna go and forgot about Dre and they don't do it. And I was like, How do you not do that with Eminem and Dre there? Right, they're right there. I know.
0: I <laughs> mean I don't know. It was it was fun though. Like uh, I'm wondering how many families people of our age are, you know, yeah. Our uh, Lenny, like our, like, you know, right now ish. How many were mm-hmm. like, Oh, it's a halftime show. Turn up the TV, bro. Let's jam.
2: But hopefully they, it's a launch, you know, like it was an important one just regardless. Cause it was the first time we were really getting hip hop centered at this. So I really hope like they go, Oh, this can work. And yeah. maybe next year they go, let's bring in Jay-Z or, you know, whoever, like some of these are. And, I,
0: yeah, and I'm yeah. glad you brought that up. Cause before I watched the, I was watching a lot of pre pregame press mm-hmm. and it was the interview with the artist there, Dr. Dre Snoop. And I don't know if Eminem was there or not, mm-hmm. uh, but the guy goes, Hey, are you guys, you know, do you got any big surprises? Like, what are you guys going to do? And Dre's like, yeah, I mean, well, first I'm not going to tell you about your surprises, but there's going to be some, uh, but you got to understand this is an opportunity for hip hop to be at the center of the biggest yeah. stage. Uh, we, we can't, this is an opportunity. We can't pass up. We need, we're going to be professional and we're going to show the world that hip hop can be here. And like, it ties into what you just said. They did it well. It was very professional. Uh, and they, they, they rocked it out. You could see the people in the crowd, like truly the regular fans having fun with it. Uh, yeah, well, and, and, and by the way, I'm going to, I forgot to mention this. We are live on twitch.tv on Tuesdays when we record this show just follow us at weekly games chat to see that notification. And I see the chat kind of going Uh shout out to everybody there, by the way. And yeah, somebody, uh nacho head boy actually said, you know, Kendrick didn't do his song humble and they, they use that in the presser, like leading up to the super bowl. Yeah. Or maybe that's why, I don't know, but uh, I don't
2: think they did that song because again, it's uh, as you kind of alluded to, I think they were very specific on the songs they picked. As, yeah i did too Yeah, you know, like they weren't gonna have nwa tracks on there let's just put it that way um we're gonna kick it back for <laughs> trey
0: and and so I, you hear me giggle in the middle of chris laughing because in our twitch chat i see john's name pop up and he goes what is he pop yeah he he pop he pop anonymous uh but yeah that happened, and, and congratulations if you if you listen and you are a Rams fan, whether or not you are in California or anywhere around the world. Thank you for listening, and and, and awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I also found out this week, so this will be my second question to you guys. I don't want your answer to be chocolate. Yeah, and it can be. You can be. I am going to let you slide if you if you say you don't like the what I am going to say. So I, I found out my favorite. I've determined my favorite candy. Not chocolate. My favorite candy is Starburst. And I say that because I've realized I cannot eat just one Starburst. I'm a maniac when I get them
1: in my mouth hole. You're sitting there in the, in the living room on the couch covered in like S- Starburst wrappers. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's actually ridiculous. Like I love Starburst. Do you have a flavor? Uh,
0: I do a combo where I do the cherry and lemon together. A lot of people go pink lemonade. Mm. That's not a bad one. I do pink lemonade and lemon together too, and that's a good one. And then I like to keep orange by itself. But I'm not. I don't hate on any Starburst. I yeah, love I don't, them.
1: Yeah, I don't hate on any of them either. They need some new flavors though. That'd be cool. Plus hey, they have the- plus they have a bag that's full of just the pink the pink ones. What are those yeah. called? Just Strawberry uh, faves. Because- yeah, those tend to be the fan favorites. It's yeah, my right favorite one. But do you guys have a candy
0: Skittles? I mean, any anything like that? Throwing it back, like candy cigarettes from back in the day? Lemonheads? Um,
1: so, oh, Starburst really, uh, they really rocked my world. Those are good. I will say that uh, I do have a fondness for Blow Pops back in huh. the day. <laughs> those were, shut up. Those were awesome. And uh, gummy bears, the Har- Haribo, Haribo. Yes, Haribo. Uh, the the gummy bears, and then sour Skittles. Those really do do it for me as well. But it's hard to eat the sour Skittles uh, because they if you because I I tend to go overboard with them and they start to make my mouth a little raw. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm sorry, one more, one more, one more. S- steal them. Uh, lemon drops. Those old school lemon drops that you would buy at Walmart. Um, those that me are not. like in the bag. Yep. Yeah, yep. they're like these sandy lemon drop candies. Really good. Yeah,
0: those those are nice. You like the tart candy? I like it. Love tart, like tartness and sourness. That's and why I it's love, official.
1: That's why I love Chris so much.
0: We love Chris too, but it's official. Chris, Chris is like, I don't like candy. It's official. He no. hates candy.
2: I mean, I am like <laughs> above all else chocolate before anything else. Um, but yeah, if I, that's good, bro. If I have to say, if there's one time of year I find myself not eating chocolate, it's usually around Halloween because I do love me some candy corn. Oh mm. no, <laughs> no, he don't do it. No, do you really yeah. like candy corn? I do like candy corn.
0: Oh my god, my mom is he's, she's gravitated from candy corn mm. to the little uh, the pumpkins. Mm.
1: They're in the
0: same they're in the same family tree as candy corns. They're still terrible. And and should be just demolished from the face of the earth.
1: Chris, do yourself a favor. You might have already heard it before, but Lewis Black does a great bit on candy corns. You hey, should go check it out. He I know. does. Hey, I know there.
2: for the record. I know how John's wife. His wife
0: uh, yeah.
2: loves, loves about candy, candy, corn. candy corn
0: and great minds think alike. She also likes uh John. So there's that. <laughs> As I said, great minds. <laughs> oh my god
2: a lot of people uh, question us on that one though
1: there's a flaw in the character <laughs> what brought that about Sean why did you bring that up
0: uh, because over the last few days or even during Valentine's Day Tinley made bags for her cheer team and for school and, and we got the bag that had uh, various Skittle combinations and various Starburst packs and whatnot From mm-hmm. um, so if you got a Costco this is the same thing I'm about to say or you may know what I'm going to say Sam's Club so it's yeah. one of those big, you know, where did Dane Cook work?
1: What was the name of his store?
0: No one remembers. And the movie Dane Cook was in that was awesome,
1: and he worked. It was that. Like it was like a yeah, it was like a Costco type place. Oh, yeah. uh fireballs! You remember Atomic Fireballs? Yeah. yeah, those are awesome. Yeah. So yeah, Uh I, I, Sean, I, I don't, I, I just, I don't, I don't want to forget saying this out loud yeah. and to the audience. And yeah. look. We have the most informed audience on the planet, so I want to give them credit that they might already know this. But, Sean, have you purchased Horizon Forbidden West yet?
0: No, and and that's important because uh, a mere few days after we record this show, it's going to be out. Okay. And the you reason need- I haven't is because I don't know. Do I... Do I listen i'm I'm nervous i don't know where to, to get it <laughs> physical or digital like I whatever really don't well
1: know. whatever you do i need you, you need to purchase the ps4 version of that game is there a reason why because you were yeah. trying to get me to do this too yeah what is this you just don't think well, we should pay ten dollars or well you automatically get they are they already announced that you automatically get that ps5 upgrade oh so okay. if you buy if you buy the ps4 version you save 10 bucks Oh. But you've got DJ money, so it probably doesn't matter. And Chris, you already <laughs> got the PS5 version because somehow you monetize this show that we're not aware of. So it's yeah. probably not a big deal to you either. It's probably but, fine. But you it's me. Today. But, but it matters you to me today. <laughs> I, it it matters to me because I support three dogs and four cats and a kid and a wife. So. Do you really have four cats at this point? I have four freaking cats. Are you crazy cat lady now? You are. Getting there, bro getting there but but sean this is backed up this is backed up by a couple of websites i've seen it on ign and everything they said trust us on this buy the ps4 version if you can so i'm picking up the uh, ps4 as long version as long as i'm as picking it up it, friday from gamestop so
0: as long as it it legitimately looks and runs and it is the ps5 version and it truly is upgradable i don't want to be i don't want to get effed on that man i want it to be the best experience it can be and I see in chat, you guys remember throwing it back. Uh, what was it, 250, Chris, episode where we gave away stuff? Mm-hmm. That's when we kind of gave away things. And one of them was a signed copy of Horizon Zero Dawn. Might have been 300. Uh, because, 300? Yeah. 300. Okay. And so in the chat, the winner of my signed copy, I mean, all of us signed it.
3: <laughs> Nacho,
0: <laughs> Nacho said, I need to get physical again. So after I don't play it again, he can have Sign it. Signed a copy. Win it.
1: And plus, I, you know, I can do that too. You know, that's fine. Yeah. Whatever. But just uh, trust me on this. I mean, IGN wouldn't. I mean, because back uh, there, there was something, there was controversy when they announced the pricing and everything. Controversy. And then Sony Sony came back and said, we will make this upgradable for, uh, for PS5. Yeah, you're right. This is the last one.
2: They kind mm-hmm. of like, this is where, but I guess that's kind of like already tells you how shady they are, where they're like, well, we said we'd do that. This doesn't mean we won't let you buy it for seventy dollars already.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, hey, apparently that's what it. John, I appreciate that PSA very much. Uh, that's gonna save me a little coin. I'm not above that, and uh, if it's the way to go, if you're doing it, you have talked me into plans before, like you know, digital Xboxes and whatnot. <laughs> and uh, I like no cr- no cap, right? As as they say. Uh, Currently, like right behind me, I have an Xbox One X. Is that the one? That's the Series X. No. The oh, one- you still
1: have you still have the One X
0: One X. The uh, Series S. Sean. The PS4 Pro. Sean. The non OLED switch. They're all sitting literally right there.
1: Okay, Sean. The PS4 Pro. Yeah. You got trade um, that in unless, unless you haven't altered it. In any way like stuck a hard drive in it that you know oh yeah and and the one x you're probably looking at 300 what 500 dollars in, in trade-in value
0: well so the caveat is hundred dollars i think i i think i upgraded the hard drive on the ps4 pro
1: okay well the what, what really you i think sure? i did i can't you remember can, if i did you can turn it on and check but i got i uh Aiden hadn't been playing the PS4 Pro at his at his dad's house in forever, and I said, "If you if you if you stop playing it, just give it back to me, so I can trade it in." So I traded it in, and I got two hundred and eighty dollars for it. Nice, you know? yeah, that's
0: another good PSA. So, the, so uh, I've
1: paid for Horizon, I've paid for Elden Ring, I've paid for Kirby, and I've played. I've already paid for Triangle Strategy. Nice. So so, so GameStop, aside from the issues that they have, and they have plenty. GameStop keeps me doing this show. <laughs> GameStop finances this show for me. Right yeah, now, they're like, yeah, I'm sitting
0: here thinking, and, and Nacho's asking in our Twitch chat if I kept the original hard drive. I don't think I did. I don't know. Yeah. They look yeah, the same you can, when you take them out, and I some, shuffle those things around.
2: Something tells me, I, if I it's think a Chris, one terabyte, you'll be fine.
1: I think Chris. To I think Chris, you you brought you trade tried to trade yours in, and they wouldn't take it because you upgraded the hard drive
2: correct i had a two terabyte so i ended yeah. up selling it to a friend instead of right learning.
0: i think if you go like two terabyte they never sold that one yeah but if they cut it on with system specs and it says one terabyte blah blah blah, i think i'll be fine yeah yeah um so yeah someone's asking and if you follow us on discord or if you happen to stop by my ps5 stream last night which it was fantastic by the way i got see recliner um this is a, John gave us a few PSAs just now. Trade your old stuff in the GameStop. You're getting some good coin for it. Uh, and also, if you're going to get Horizon Zero Dawn, pick up that PS4 copy, and then you'll get a free upgrade to your PS5. Uh, but I was going to... Um, so this is a PSA if you own your computer, you have a computer, and you tinker with it. Uh, just This is just a reminder to be careful. No matter how many times you've done something, something can happen and then uh the next thing you know you're without a computer for a few days and 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 you stream on a PS5
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and uh, if something does happen I have a friend that uh can troubleshoot
0: things yeah i got a good friend uh that that is there for you except well i got two friends i called i call i got to i got to share this story so so i did need some components and luckily our local best buy has them right so yesterday's valentine's day and and I, I tell the wife, I get off work and I go, hey, I'm going to run the Best Buy real quick. But hey, do you want to go to maybe an early dinner for Valentine's Day to beat the rush? Because she had schoolwork she had to do. And, I was, and she was like, well, yeah, but she said, your definition of early and mine ain't the same. And I was like, that's a good point. That's a good point. And then she said, plus, you'll take like an hour at Best Buy. Another good point. Another good point. So I said... Just tell me what you want me to do. Like do you want me to wait to go to Best Buy? Do you want to go eat first? And she goes, "Yo, well, I'm I'm going to be off work here in a few minutes. It was almost 5. I got off a little earlier than her." So I said, "All right, we'll go to we'll go to Outback, you know, real fancy dinner. Not Applebees like that song, you know." <laughs> and by the way, real quick squirrel. And I don't mean I'm I'm there with them, okay? But apparently the old folks, the older crowd also tries to beat the pre-Valentine's dinner rush. At like five twenty, there was a thousand people at Outback. It was crazy. So we eat our dinner, and I'm thinking I'm good. And I'm like, we get done, and I'm like, all right, babe, I'm gonna run over to, uh, you know, Best Buy. I'm gonna get the thing I need, and I'll see you guys at the house. Right? Well, I get to Best Buy, and and Chris knows this already. I didn't, because Chris is he orders a lot of stuff. Uh, but they close <laughs> at seven.
1: He's a Easter. shut-in.
0: <laughs> Seven. He does a lot of curbside stuff, right? They okay. close at 7 p.m. So I get over there, and it's like 6.50. I'm thinking, man, it's early. I'm good. Let's go get these parts. Fix my computer for the show, you know? And uh, I get in, and first off, you know, it we talked about Snoop Dogg earlier. It smelled like Snoop Dogg had the the biggest blunt, and just walked circles in the store all day because <laughs> I feel like I was high walking through the store, Best by Y'all got to tighten that up. Oh, um, it man. was like serious. I was like, Jesus Christ, what if I got to take a pee test for work? <laughs> um, it was worse than like a Dave Matthews concert. And if you've ever been to one of those, you know they blaze up there. But anyway, they let me get a buggy. And as I'm walking by, I kind of hear a guy, they get on their little radio, uh, yeah, go ahead and tell him to close down. We're a few minutes from closing. And I went, is he talking about the store? And I get my cart, and I go down to the little aisle with PC components, and then all of a sudden, sure enough, 7 o'clock, all the main lights go out, and then there's this, like, floodlights, you know, in sporadic spots throughout the store. And I was like, what the? So, yeah, they close at 7 and I thought that must you, be nice, right? You should have hid. <laughs> <laughs> when you're a kid, did you ever want to do that? Yes, like, the night oh yeah, oh yeah, awesome, right? <clears throat> like this girl had just walked by me. They didn't say like, "Sir, you need to hurry." I guess because I got in the door, mm. they were going to let me shop, but I couldn't see anything. It was dark.
1: That's hilarious. This was Sunday. This was uh... this was
0: yesterday. But I got to tie the story in. So okay, I call I call Chris and Mike because I'm driving. I don't want to be on my phone to find out. I live close enough. To another Best Buy. And with the time difference it would have been, I had time to make it up because it was in a different time zone. I called Chris first, because he's more reliable than the other person. Nothing. No, actually I, I didn't call Chris first. <laughs> I called I called Mike first. Friend of the show, Mike, everybody knows him. The uh Ryan Leaf or whatever. He did not answer. <laughs> Chris says, I'm I'm done. F you. Uh he didn't answer, and I went, Great. I called Chris. Chris didn't answer. And this was, you know, I wanted them to see if they could do me a solid pull up on their phone or if they were at the computer. Tell me if this store also closed at the same time. And, uh, neither answer. Finally, Mike calls me back and he goes, Hey, you call What's up. And I said, Hey, yeah, I did actually. Um, can you do me a solid? And do you know what the first thing he said to me was? (laughs) Uh, and he said it so like legit, but like hoping I would answer it a certain way. He says, do I got to leave the house? <laughs> <laughs> and if you know him, you probably have a friend like that. He meant that he's like, I'll do <laughs> anything for you, bro. Just don't <laughs> make me leave the house. Dude, I gotta leave the house. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, he gives me the answer I needed, but Chris, to his credit, Chris will always call you back. He was tied up in something, um, and he called me back too. But I made the decision today to just to do one of those curbside pickups myself, at the recommendation of Chris. Mm-hmm. And you see, we're here, we're on our computer, life
1: is good. So, what was it? A po- was it a power supply? No. Uh, so you know a computer case, right, John? Oh, you have to buy the. I'm sorry, a case. Yeah, okay. Uh, sure. The button that you push
0: on the computer case has a wire that goes down to your motherboard.
1: And what is this called? A computer. Computer,
0: the yes. thing I built that you're on right now. It, yeah, the thing, Chris's hands <laughs> shut, are all up in there. Shut your hole. And anyway, the one of the wires touches that <clears throat> button, and then it touches the motherboard, and that's what happens. It's like a relay. I uh, In that build, I had uh, tied everything up nice and tidy so it looked clean, even if you took the back panel off. I think what happened, and Chris brought this up, I may have, in, in trying to uncut those ties, cut the wire, or at one point when I was sliding the back back on, pinched it so much that it it was a clean cut, like almost yeah. surgical precision. Uh, I don't know how I did it. I didn't recognize I did it, but at some point, and all I was doing, by the way, was installing fans. I wanted to get better airflow through my PC.
1: Yeah, you were talking about that last week.
0: And I, and I before the wreck, I had bought a set of fans that I was going to put in because... Uh that that case had only come with two, one in the front, one in the back. Really rudimentary, you know, cooling. Uh, but I kind of just prolonged it. I, I don't know if you knew this, I couldn't walk for a few months, so I wasn't thinking about putting fans in. Yeah. But finally at some point, something happened and I was like, I got the fans, I found them, I remembered I had them, and I was gonna put them in. So yeah, I'm the guy that went in to put a fan in. And today, at some point, dude, I swear to God. It my it was like I built a whole new computer because my chip, uh, I actually had to re reseat my chip. <laughs> Something happened. Wow. So yeah, I ended up getting a uh, a case, a new, what is it called? Now? Was that a CPU cooler? Yeah. And uh, I was going to get a new power supply as mm-hmm. well, but I didn't. But we're up and running and it. It's great. I love it. We're here. Life is bueno well i got
1: i got the i got got all i got all the dust out of my um pc last night did you get and air yeah yeah i use i used the swiffer first and then i did the 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 compressed air swiffer yeah on the just (laughs) a little little stuff and then uh and then i i took your advice on the on the game card sean i i put i propped it up with an amiibo yeah did it work (laughs) uh i we'll see we'll see yeah it was hard to tell, but I've got like I've got Samus in there prop, propping just up the game card.
0: It up. And her yeah. little her guns like might be perfect.
1: perfect yeah. was what good. he's talking yeah. about, he thought he was having a
0: little bit of GPU sag.
1: Well, Chris will so know see. this because the GPO GPU sags a little as yeah.
0: it comes out. You know, he, he So they they make they make his things fault. <laughs> that you, you push it up and hold it. But it, yeah. if you read about it, it generally doesn't hurt anything. Right. No. Um it's just we freak out because we're like, it's the motherboard. What if it...
3: Didn't
0: <laughs> but yeah. So we're good to go. Uh, once again, this is our welcome. Uh, thank you for joining us on Twitch. Hello to everybody here. Uh, if you're not here, if you didn't join us on Twitch, why? It's easy. You can be on your phone, you know, your iPad. There's no excuse. There's really no excuse to just come say hi, even if it's for a minute. Uh, before we move on to our topic did you guys have anything else because i'm i'm dead out of notes dude Mm. i got nothing Mm. i'm like whitney right now i have nothing Mm. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, and here we are. We have reached topic time, 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 time of episode 344. However, you got here, thank you for being here. And what I mean by that is, we do put the timers in our description. So you could, in theory, just kind of fast forward it to right here. Um, so, hey, you, you made it regardless. If you listen to the whole intro and you got here, hey, how fun's it been so far? That's what's up. Uh, but I normally shut up now, and I let Chris do a thing, and that's intro this topic in a proper way.
2: The topic is... C-
0: yeah. I had jazz hands. You did have some jazz hands, but that's because you've been practicing uh, using them a lot, playing Sifu. Yeah, let's talk about seafood. There's gonna boy, be a required oh thing <laughs> to do this.
1: There's a if there's a game that I have I mean, this is a game I have no interest in playing, but I have an absolute interest in hearing about it. So I'm very excited to hear for, to hear Chris talk about this. Yeah. Well, it, Chris, you have my undivided attention. Like the now. whole attention, bro. Every bit of my brain goes to yeah, your mouth. The game.
0: What? Yeah, not C four like explosion. C
2: Game, like, uh, game handles
0: pretty
1: good. It's a pretty good game. So anyway, Sean, like I was telling <laughs> you earlier. <laughs> no. Just got um, back what
0: I missed. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> Sifu.
2: Yeah. Um, What's the best way to describe this? I've been thinking about it ever since I beat it. I want to say I beat it. I put it out there as proof that I beat this thing because it definitely pushed my patience to a level. Uh, that... Neither so this really game is, not this neither
1: game is easy. No.
0: That's an easy mode, Chris. No. It,
1: it, is it is harder it, than Sekiro? To me, it is. Like Sekiro... Uh-huh. Of course it is. He beat no. it, John, for himself, it,
0: and it's harder than Sekiro.
2: Let me so play it the let me put it this key. way. So go the, beat Sekiro. The reason why I did not beat Sekiro was not because I ever got frustrated, it was because I moved on. And I will admit those games are really hard to come back to and then pick up and go not start from day one. Right. But instead start from boss 12 because yeah. that's just you, Just imagine going and fighting gray wolf, John. That's, the that's man. where I, that's where I would have been like six months later. If I'd picked it up, it would have been a pain. It would have been sure. a lot of pain. And I give props to you for being, that's why I made sure I was <laughs> going to beat this here. Cause I knew I was never so. <laughs> going to come back. No, no. I, I said, I know if I don't ever do it now, I'll never finish it. I just, I knew. Um, So I think this game, <laughs> you're going to have three types of gamers who come in. And I think they're going to have very different experiences based on that. You're going to have the people who come in and are big Tekken Street Fighter, online fighter games, right? I don't think they're going to have a problem with this game. I think they could beat this game in like three hours. Wouldn't shock me. I think you're going to have your hardcore like Sekiro, Dark Souls, action games people. They'll probably beat it probably five to eight hours, somewhere in that range, if they're good at those things. And then you're going to have like general John Q public gamer. And it's going to be a question of just, how much are they willing to suffer to come through? Because
1: I think. What are you? What are you?
2: <clears throat> I definitely say I was more in general, John Q. I mean, I would not consider myself an expert at Dark Souls type things. I think I could do action games. I enjoy them. You know, I beat Hellblade and other ones like that, I beat God of War and all the stuff, you know, the hard stuff with that. But I, you know, I, I'm not legendary and I would be the first one. Um, to uh to say that (laughs) but um yeah I think what people probably think what this game is and what it actually ended up being are two different things I think people saw the trailer and they're like oh it's gonna be this fighting game where I'll go through some levels and then there'll be a point where because of my youth I need to age up right and that will make me more powerful, and I'll be able to go through. And then maybe the next level will reset and we'll start again. And that will be kind of like, you know, the construct of like every level age up to beat harder people, like the boss and the mini bosses and all that. And maybe I guess you could say the bragging rights would just be people who don't ever die and can like grind an enemy for 20 minutes. That's what I was thinking it was going to be. It's yeah, I not- thought
0: it was going to not not just like it. I thought it was going to be very Ocarina of Time-ish mm-hmm. where you could go back and forth depending on what you needed to, and that was going to be the mechanic that aged you. Once I started watching you play it, and you streamed this a lot on, on Twitch, I had no idea mm-hmm. that this game is what it was, and it it's brutal. It is. Um. And the
2: who was it? Punk had put out how brutal it is like 99% of people who have played it beat the prologue 87% beat the first level. And then it drops to like 20 something percent have beaten the second level. And that does not surprise me at all at one bit. Um, So the idea is that you are the son of a Kung Fu master who kind of like kill bill, right? You remember the, think of, you know, at the beginning of this, your your father, this master of Kung Fu, is betrayed by his five students and is cut down in cold blood and all that kind of stuff. And now we fast forward eight years later and you've been training all this time and now you're ready to get some revenge for your family. So that's that's the goal. You know, one night you're going out there, you know where these five people are. Right. And you're fighting your way in each level to get to them and and their life. Um, The kicker, the unique thing, if you will, is that intended. Yeah. There's a lot of kicking. Uh, When you start the game, you're 20 years old, right? And you have like a, a talesman that basically every time you die allows you to come back. And the way it works is you have a death counter. When you die the first time that death counter goes to one, you go from 20 Mm -hmm. to 21. If you die again, it goes to two, you go from 21 to 23 and then 23 to 26. If it keeps building, if you don't reset it, it keeps going up. And eventually as you hit like decades, like your thirties and your forties and such, you lose a piece of that talesman and two things happen. Your damage goes up, but your health and your ability to be damaged goes down Chris. Or, or the other way. Strike that reverse. I guess. Chris? Yeah.
1: Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Did I miss the part where you said why that's happening? Like, the age thing? Is there something?
2: Uh, okay. Kung You're, fu mysticism? I don't know. I didn't really get Kung that. Kung fu
1: mysticism. So, so, you never really caught why it was a game mechanic?
2: It's something to do with these people together, but, you know, it's not something... There's not a lot of story in this game, you know, um, outside of the opening cutscene, I would say. And I know there are some more true endings you can get if you uh, if you do a if you beat each boss a certain way, but I am no desire to do that. Um,
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> gotcha. Chris is like yeah. one and done, buddy. Yeah.
2: But here is the kicker. So, what makes this game exceptionally hard is there is only five levels. When right. you start at level one, like I said, you are twenty. If you beat level one at fifty four and you've died six times. You start level two at 54 with six deaths on you. So, you know, you, the max age that you can go before you can't revive is 70. Once you go over that 70 age threshold, it's either beat the game at this point or you're done. So basically what the game becomes is you going, okay, beat this at 54. I'm going to start to explore the next area, see if I can't figure out paths and, and get through some things, right? What the enemies are going to be. But then you have to go eventually back to the previous level and go, okay, well, I'd be at 54. Let's see if I can get down to like 30 and then from 30, 25, right? Because this is, you're, you're eventually trying to get to that point where when you get to the final boss, you have a good basis where, you know, you should be able to take him on quite a few times before you end up uh failing completely and having to start the level over again. And it is just it's grueling. It's been fun. It it's grueling. Um <laughs> it's not so much the bosses. I think the bosses are the best part of this game. Um they're all distinct. They have their own tells. You kind of it, it's amazing to me like um I think it was Draven was in my stream one night and he wanted me to go back. Like when I was on the, the fourth boss, he wanted to see me fight the first boss um, who I did yeah. beat at age 20 at that point. And I went and like, you would just watch me duck down, dodge everything this guy was throwing because I knew all the tells. And at this point I had practiced the core maneuver so much that I knew, I just knew how, how to, you know, handle him in a way where I would always do maximum damage, but would never, really taking damage myself. Um, the bosses as I said, I don't think they're the problem for gamers. It's the levels going through these levels is a pain because it's not a situation like, um, what's the best way to phrase this? It's not like John, you, you'll get this like Batman Arkham like yeah. where when Batman comes down from the shadows, all the enemies get around in a circle, and they each take their one time going at Batman,
0: first off, I played Arkham, too, bro, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, he did, okay, no um,
0: shade right now, and I'm coming for you bro
2: I mean John, John, though, if there's any of there associated with that series on the show, it's definitely John,
0: all right, <laughs> I'll speak up more about the Batman game to play. <laughs> But, yeah, I get um, what you're saying, though. The, they'll kind of like, like you said, they'll punch and wait, punch and correct. wait. And from what I watched in uh, Seafood, no, nah, bro.
2: No, these guys will come at you so many. And sometimes it's cool, right? Like, one of the coolest things in this game is when you're sitting there and fighting one guy and you see a guy coming up with a baseball bat just about to wreck your face and you duck and he just clean cocks the, uh, the other and the other
0: guy in the face and knocks him out cold. Oh yeah. Cause I did see that, uh, enemy enemy damage that mm-hmm. they're going to put out. Doesn't it, it? It can't just hurt you. It hurts the environment. It is. Yeah. That's I did, what I so heard. That's
2: what I heard. Yeah. All I, I, heard. I will edit that. Uh, um, you can't,
0: that's a, that's a phrase you could say clean cock. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's pretty
0: good. But yeah. Um, Squeaky clean.
2: But yeah, like the enemies, there's a lot of them in, in these wide open spaces and just being able to necessarily be able to handle all of them and the space itself. It can get very much where it will tick you off very fast because it's not just that you have to be perfect with your timing. It's that one, you can't lock on enemies, Right. So I can't say who I want to select. So everything in my movements is basically ran off of AI. What's guessing who I want to hit. And I had so many instances where I would go and push a guy and try to go follow up. And all of a sudden my dude turns around, tries to hit this guy two feet away. Punch doesn't even get near him. But now I'm just out here exposed. And this other guy comes up with a bat just ready to wail on my head. And there goes half my health. You know, that it's that kind of thing that is so infuriating. Or other times you'll have levels where the second and the fourth are the worst at this. They're just very high walls and not a lot of room. And all of a sudden you find yourself in the corner yeah. and the camera zooms in on the face of like the enemy who's trying to beat you. And you can't see his movements. You can't move the camera around to get an idea of what's going on. And you really don't have a good way to escape. And it's like, it's moments like these where I think that's where the rage comes for. You're like, this game isn't being fair to me. It's not being like a dark souls game where, you know, when you die from something, you usually can attribute it very quickly to, I should have dodged here, but I was going for an attack and I got caught, you know, I don't feel like that was happening a lot with these enemies. Um, The other thing is to unlock abilities in this game is kind of a mixed bag because it's all tied to age and the way it works is you have abilities you can purchase throughout the run with your XP but you can only do it at shrines or when you die and to unlock the ability you only get for that run unless you unlock it multiple times throughout that run. So you kind of have to go on farming runs to get your repertoire of uh, attacks, you know, so that you just have a lot of options in combat instead of just basic punches and kicks. Um, So that's a grind. Then you get to the other thing, these shrines, they have things that are unlocked and they're kind of gated by different things. You have like certain ones that are gated by your age. So if you're too old, you can't purchase them. You have ones that are gated by your score for that level and ones that are XP-based, which is a big pain, again, if you're trying to save up XP to unlock these abilities permanently. So you really have to go through, like, I would say the first two levels. You know, I, I think I beat this in about 12 hours, right? And I would be willing to bet seven and a half of those hours were, were probably dedicated to just the first two levels. Because that's where I had to grind stuff, learn what was going on, get the mechanics down, um, and figure out the game and how it worked. Later on, I think the back half of the game, outside of going through the fourth level, is when the game actually really does shine its best. Because the third level boss is maybe one of the top five boss battles I can remember. It's... It's really? very, it's very much like out of, um, the end of Kill Bill, uh, the first volume with, uh, Lucy mm-hmm. Liu, that fight, you know, like snow on the ground, it's night, you know, and this, this woman has these nunchucks and <laughs> is a hard fight. Like that is a, that is where runs go to die very quickly. <laughs> um, and Sifu is, is that first phase because she is so hard to, to figure out, but At the same time, also just the art design as you're going through it is spectacular and gets better as you go on, especially, again, that third level where you'll have these things where all of a sudden you're going around this museum and you'll go into an exhibit and the exhibit will start to change and visuals will come in. Um, You'll be in like a room where there are couches. You could tell it's just like a little kind of meeting room couches, but there's just a single light coming down and rains falling as enemies come in. you from the dark. Um, just all sorts of really cool visual components. Um, even down to the the final level, which feels like the true showdown that you want it to be. But I, I really do say it's like, I'm divided because I can't say like mechanically it's unsound. I think the combat is fun as heck. You have this ability kind of like fight night where you dodge and weave, As enemies throw punches, so if like they're going and throwing a punch, you flick your left stick down, and all of a sudden your dude will bob down, right? Mm -hmm. And then if they're trying to sweep your legs, you flick the joystick up, you jump up over it, and then you catch them with a counter. And when you have those moments where you're in time with their moves, and you've learned them, and all of a sudden you're just they're trying to swing at you for a good 20 seconds. And then you just turn around and open up on them with like four straight combos and watch them fly across the room. You feel like a Kung Fu BA.
1: Yeah. The, you know, the combat looks really fluid and oh, yeah. there, there's a particular, there's a notable part where you, you walk into this hallway and you see these groups, this group of people all the way down the hallway. And then it pivots into this, what what looks like this side-scroller combat scenario. Yes. And I'm all about that. I want to play a, this thing looks incredible in and of itself, but it, it looks really cool as as a side-scroller beat-em-up concept. And I love how they incorporate incorporated that almost as a kind of a throwback to what this, you know, that Final Fight type of game, or dare I say, Bad Dudes back in the 80s on the NES. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that kind of game. But, are, um, go ahead. Sorry. Those only happen a couple times in the game, but
2: like the few that they do, it's awesome. Like I have to say, like that happens in the very first level. The first time you come in and you realize there's a whole hallway of enemies and you just see someone there with a lead pipe and you're like, all right, let's go. And you step and all of a sudden just goes, shh, you're like, oh yeah.
1: <laughs> well, is the is the play style pretty much what you see is what you get, or are you able to curate it a a, a great deal, or is it just basic upgrades?
2: Um, it, there are. I would say the shrines are the biggest part where you're gonna curate yeah. your yeah you your playthrough because you could have like a situation like you remember in Sekiro the the structure thing like uh, or I think it was called posture. That's what it was called in Sekiro where Mm -hmm. like, you know, it'd be this back and forth between you and enemy posture bar. If you break him, then you get to do pretty big damage. And if he breaks you, he can mess you up and going back and forth. That's, that's in here too. Okay. um, You're kind of like always having to be mindful of what your upgrades are to help mitigate that. Like you can expand how big that bar is. You can do things where one, my playthrough I mainly focused on a perk that gave me whenever I did those dodges successfully. Um, it would not only lower my structure at the at that time, but it would also um, increase what's called focus, which is kind of like your special move set, where you get to hold down the left trigger and you go into slow mo, and you can do things like you know, like kind of do an eye gouge to them or a sweeping attack. Like, there's, there's a bunch of crazy ones that you can unlock. Um, you can increase that focus bar, uh, reset your death counter, which, of course, is very vital at certain points. Um, and then, you know, other things yeah. like weapons. If you're really big into weapons, you can do it where they have more durability or they, have, uh, they do more damage, those kind of things. But for the most part, you're going to have similar movesets and it's just more of a preference of what do you think works. Right. Um,
0: Yeah. Yeah. One thing I love about Twitch is uh, sometimes during the conversation, questions come in naturally. Uh, We got two back to back that I feel like this would be a good time to ask you. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, this one's coming from our good friend, Mike. He wants to know, and uh, you got to know the reference. Can you go straight up Cobra Kai on them though? (laughs) <laughs> i don't even i don't know what that means <laughs> i don't know if you can go cobra kai but what does that
3: go, mean you can go mr no miyaki <laughs> strike
2: uh, first no mercy bro right um yes yeah, so you could very much early on I, I think like if anything that's what the game is kind of baiting you into right like they're baiting you early on because the first level you do have this many instances where you could just wreck people and with like two punches, you'll get them down. But as you go further in, you start to realize it's better to let them come to you and counter, right? Because it just opens them up. So and much you mentioned,
0: more. uh, the, the, the whole other side of that reference, the Miyagi Do, Yes. Wax on wax off version versus striking first. And that's, uh, that's
2: what the game's core design is really. If you think about wax on wax off, it's, it's a game of, doing repetition consistently yeah. to to get fluid at movements and do them very
0: quickly uh another another person in our chat what's up blurry says uh do you feel like if you actually know some style of martial arts that it might help you in any way i don't think so <laughs>
2: this is straight up
0: game <laughs> um well, let me ask you this so this is a quick tangent if you mm-hmm. knew how to play guitar or drums do you think that helped you play rock
1: band just a rhythm game uh, chris (laughs) i think those
2: would give you some assist but here you know it's not yeah because you're pushing buttons correct like i guess it might help you if you know what a certain attack is and you might like have an idea of how fast it could be if you pulled off but it really is it really is a thing of like you know going like why why pause for a second (laughs) hit Y again to get him to do a roundhouse kick which you know i don't think that's how you do a roundhouse kick in real life, but
0: I could be wrong. It might be. You never know. I'm not an
2: MA MA
1: expert, so. Is Sifu his name, or what's the general idea behind that title?
2: Sifu is his master. Okay. Yeah, that's where that comes from. Um, But but yeah, you know, I think, like I said, this is going to be a game that people, when they get to the second level, they're going to have a good idea of what their... (laughs) <laughs> their retention, I guess, for, for, for repetitive processes <laughs> is going to be, and they're going to make a decision to move on or, or to keep at it. And I will say it's very rewarding. I felt very rewarded when I finally conquered the final boss on Sunday. Um, you know, and it was like weird too. Cause it was like the one fight I went into, I went into it at age 30, right. The final fight. Yeah, I was like, this is great because I don't have to worry about what I have left in the tank after this. <laughs> I just got to get the job done. And of course, I got to age 69. <laughs> and yeah. I, and I know. Well, yeah. I, I know it's like I got one For more the show. Right. I got one more revive if I don't get this done here. And when I saw him go with a cross punch and it missed and I said, you're about <laughs> to die. And
1: Do you want to die? <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Don't you
1: love it when you're playing a video game? It rarely happens, but you, you see that moment where you go, I'm about to kill him. Right? Done. <laughs> it's, like, it's over. Things go slow motion, and you're like, oh, there it yeah. is. There's like, about to end. Ha! There's even, a, <laughs> there's even a good little
2: moment uh, for the first boss with that, like when you catch him in the death kill, where he looks yeah. up and you're like, yeah, you know you're about to die, don't it's you? It's over.
0: It's done, <laughs> bro.
2: But yeah, I love it. Uh, Also, again, the different elements, like every level kind of has a theme to it. Like the first one's kind of uh, wind and forest type stuff. The second one is a club that ends up becoming a fire level. The third is in the snow. The fourth is the earth level. And then five is just kind of a general, I don't know, I guess, sensei, you know, you're at the master's ground, that kind of thing. Um, But the themes and all of that, how it works visually is beautiful and striking. And music's actually really good too. Like when you're in the club, you come into the club and first you beat a couple of guys down in the, uh, the doors right outside the club. And when you come in there, you see all these people standing around. I've just got this baseball bat, and I walk right up to this girl and just slam it into her face. and yeah, you were sure let me know
0: uh, <laughs> when you went to the club. You are like, hey, I want you to see this, and it was it was pretty dope. I yeah, a I lot.
2: slammed it into another guy's face, and as soon as that second hit, like, bat went into someone's face, it just, the beat drops, and it's just thumping, and all these people are coming and punching at you, and you feel the vibe, uh, and then you quickly watch your health go down, and you go back up.
0: Back, on. back wax on and wax
2: off
1: yeah what's the uh what's the performance like uh, 60 frames more i mean i was any, on any glitches anything anything i okay. i
2: had no uh performance issues i was on pc so i can't speak to how it runs on ps5 or ps4 um but i was easily always unless i was clocking for the stream uh i was consistently over 100 frames
1: per second so do you play it on PC? Yeah. Okay. Is this the, is this studio owned by PlayStation or is it something that could be a timed exclusive that could come to other platforms?
2: It is. Uh, this is the folks that did um, absolver, which I believe was on game pass um, a couple of years ago. So it's, if it's uh, on game pass, you're going to hear about it from Chris. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the studio's name is a uh, slow clap. And that's the only one I know that they've done. And from my understanding they're independent. So it
1: looks like it looks like a game that could manage to work on Switch, uh, due to the art style. I mean the yeah. art style's beautiful, don't get me wrong, but I mean you drop chalk it down to thirty frames, you know, you might you might see something that could be done there. I mean that would well, be interesting.
0: Well, you uh John, I love the fact that you brought up does it have any glitches or whatever to show you how this uh this developer's wanting to do they it looks like today yeah they released a patch and we john
1: we do love that a good patch
0: that's right uh it looks like the patch is gonna be not to improve the core experience Mm -hmm. but it's aimed at fixing some of the lingering small little bugs or crashes that have occurred for a a group of players oh not not chris but yeah
2: the one thing i did have um the second boss fight i want to say twice There are like these posts And I've got stuck on them. And I basically.
0: This also says there's some adjustments tied to the second and third bosses, whatever that means. Yeah. Like that was probably
2: my one glitch that really stood out. Luckily, I knew how he was trying to beat me. So I just kept dodging him as he punched this this pole. And then and then eventually I swept his leg because, you know, John, I I, I got to be honest.
0: You say you don't want to play this game at all, but I read and and from hearing Chris and watching Chris, this game gave me some secure vibes for real. What I mean by that is, Mm. it's going to be repetitive. It's going to be hard. You're going to master it. You're going to feel great after you do the things you're trying to do.
1: Mm. Yeah, but Sean, I'm looking at the footage and he's fighting an ogre. So first off, that
0: was not. I was giving you a compliment because you know you are the one who has successfully climb Mount Everest of Sekiro. And then here you go. The first chance you get, you throw mud in my face, John. Yeah. And,
2: and say why I would say it's at least as hard as something like Sekiro. It's like, John, imagine if you were playing Sekiro and I told you, okay, beat every one of those bosses, but come out with like 80% of your life <laughs> because you're going to need that life to go on to the next one. That's the thing that's hard about this game is that it's like, you can't just beat the boss. You got to be just like, you know, pretty much perfect for what they're asking. That's what they're demanding of you. Unless you really, really feel you're going to be better later down the line.
1: It's uh, it's, it's strange. It reminds me, <laughs> this could be a stretch for some people's minds, but mm-hmm. it reminds me of that old school NES game called Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. It had five levels mm-hmm. it five floors of the building. Um, it's almost like somebody thought, what if we put that into a, mod- what if we modernize that in some way, but Maybe. you know, it's just, uh, it's really, it's really a nice game to look at. Um, mm. The gameplay looks really solid. Um, I could see myself giving it a try this year at some point. For sure. Definitely. If it's on sale, hey,
0: even if it's not this year, you know, yeah. it doesn't have to be just play it. Mm. I think you'll like it, John. I kind of, I kind of think you too will know Kung Fu, <laughs> but uh, is that it? I think so. Yeah. I mean,
2: there's really just not a lot you can go into. Cause like I said, there's not a ton of story.
0: This is going to, I'm going to say this out loud mm-hmm. and I'm calling myself out mm-hmm. in case I missed it. Did you officially give it a Richard?
1: I don't hear, I didn't hear Richard. Okay. Oh, yeah. I
0: thought I was going old man, like crazy. 6.5. No, not that
1: low. Um, 7. 7.5. No, I, I, would go 5. With,
0: <laughs> I
2: would go with an eight. Um, I oh, think, Yeah, I think for the most part, what it does well, it does very well. It's just the systems and the way they are set up. I, I look at it and I go, man, there are parts of this just weren't that fun. Like where I just tuned out because it wasn't that I wouldn't move on. Right. Or I wasn't waiting, wanting to take on the next challenge. It was more of like, I feel like I need X, Y, and Z before I can move on to the next challenge and therefore I need to go repeat this level as many times as possible to maybe see if one, I could get a year of life back and two, unlock X, Y, and Z permanently.
1: Wouldn't we all love to get a year of our life back, right? you know? Right, It's just, that's the dream. It's the dream. But yeah. Well, Chris, good good job. That's a solid mm-hmm. review, my friend. Thank you. Makes you want to fight sure. a little bit. He's never for play sure.
0: This. I I'm okay. probably never gonna play Sifu. I said, we, no, I, no. I,
2: I yeah, I said, I know you're never gonna play it, Sean.
0: But but what's crazy is before I saw you play it, and way back at the beginning of your, of your uh, review, mm-hmm. had it been that other way, mm-hmm. I would have probably scooped it up. You know, but yeah, I it's uh, the, it's,
1: it's crazy, guys. It's such a busy month. Yeah, of games. That's the crazy part.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and. Uh, you know, just play Lost Ark the whole time, though. So, you guys got this, or? <laughs> a good review. This has been a great topic time, Chris, whenever you're ready, buddy. Okay. Hot off the press and straight to your
2: ears. Weekly Games Chat presents The News.
0: News. News. Long winded, right there, big man. We never go that long. He's still going. He's still going. News. News. Kicking off the news this week is my boy, John, who watched the Nintendo Direct with me. That's what's up, John.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it is my privilege. It is my honor. It is my absolute joy to bring you the, the highlights of the Nintendo Direct. Let's dive into it. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 was announced with a release date set for September 22nd. <laughs> Let me try that again. September 2022. Uh, no specific date in that month has been announced. Um, it will follow the adventures of Noah and Mio amid, quote, turmoil between the hostile nations of Keeves and Agnes, end quote. Mario Kart Deluxe will be getting 48 additional tracks. You guys can interrupt me at any point while reading this right. if it's something you want to touch on. Mario Kart Deluxe will be getting 48 additional tracks through paid DLC through 2023. This will come through 6 waves, each containing 8 courses. The pass will uh will cost 24.99 or free to all members through the Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack. Fire Emblem Warriors 3 Hopes mm. uh and I think I think Mike was turned on by this one. Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes will feature characters from Three Houses and will be released on June 24th. And of course Fire Emblem Warriors is in the vein of Hyrule Warriors and all that stuff. Uh, Mario Strikers uh, yeah. Sean, Sean was excited for this one is returning with Mario Strikers Battle League. The game will be released on June uh, 10th 2022. Nintendo I Switch
0: you, hold on, hold on. I need you to say battle just like that every time you say battle.
1: <laughs> battle League <laughs> Nintendo Switch Sports is a new take on Wii Sports. Joining bowling will be tennis, uh, Chambara, I think that's a sword game, some sort of sword play, soccer, badminton, and volleyball. Please remember to use your wrist straps on April 29th. Eh, Splatoon eh. 3 received a release window of summer 2022 and will include a new salmon run, or salmon run. Metroid Dread to receive an update featuring Dread mode and Rookie mode and will get a Boss Rush mode in April. Kirby and the Forgotten Lands, which, uh, and this one, uh, Sean, you'll remember, also uh, turned Mike mic on for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I
0: don't know. All of a sudden, the greatest Kirby fan of all time for this one.
1: <laughs> Kirby and the Forgotten Lands introduces a mouthful of features where Kirby can swallow a car, vending machine, etc., and become those objects. The game will be released on March 25th. That game is pre-ordered for me at GameStop. Mm -hmm. Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. (laughs) (laughs) Battle! is (laughs) Is back and looks better than ever, and you get to play it on April 8th. Advance Wars does look pretty awesome. And it seems like they went back and tweaked some of the visuals on it. Live Alive is a JRPG that was never released outside of Japan that changes on July 22nd and will arrive on Switch in the HD 2D style that Octopath is known for, also uh, Triangle Strategy.
0: Which, by the way, is also pre-ordered by
1: John. (laughs) Get ready to battle! (laughs) (laughs) No Man's Sky is coming to Switch this summer. That's crazy. That was sort of, I didn't mean to make that deflating in any way. Anticlimactic. And also,
2: No Man's Sky this summer. But
1: dude, it it. uh, the more I, you know, reading it and and writing the news, the more I thought that was a really decent, very decent uh, Nintendo Direct. It, It neglected to give me the two things I wanted more than anything in this world. Number one is a, is just drag and drop the hd wind waker over to the switch just do it. it it's not a problem just do it you like money do it and then um the announcement there's you know highly rumored the the metroid prime trilogy or some remastered metroid prime individual game is what i was hoping to see but um you know i guess the biggest news that came out of this with a lot of comments on twitter and things like that are and it's about fifty-fifty whether people are really happy or really upset about the additional tracks for Metro um, for Mario Kart Deluxe. Yeah, um, you know, you, Sean, I don't know how you feel about it now, but it seemed like at the time, and I, and I still feel this way. I think twenty-four ninety-nine for forty-eight additional Dude, tracks. But the, the joke when me, we watched it
0: live, we were like, oh, "So like, how what, what, much? What? But you figured it out for us." It's yeah. I excuse my language. It's a heck of a deal.
1: Yeah, and I might actually go. (laughs) (laughs) I might actually do the expansion Nintendo Online now. At this point, (laughs) Mm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But you know, you know, people are talking about what they they were hoping for a Mario Kart Nine. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't know about. I I mean, it's like GTA Five. You know, as long as that as long as that game shows up in the top ten.
3: Mm-hmm. Why are make, we going to? Why money. are we talking?
1: Why are we talking about a sequel to it? Right. I mean, in December it it was. I know it in December it was. It, it came in at number six, uh, for MT uh, MPD. I still so the game is still six. Yeah, it's yeah. still move. It's still moving units. Um, you know, if you want a Mario, so if you want a Mario Kart Nine, stop buying Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. Do you know uh, why which, it
0: moves units? Because it's Mario Kart, which is a staple, yeah. right? But yeah. it's because it's one of the best and easiest ways to play competitively online, easy yeah. through Nintendo.
1: Yeah. And plus, and plus, I mean, in my opinion, it's the best Mario Kart game they've ever done. That's fair. Hands down. I really I mean, the only one that comes close is Mario 64, um, in my opinion. But and the I reason think- why
0: this one's so good <laughs> is because it pulls from all the really good ones and, and some of the yeah. favorite things you forgot about, and that's what this expansion is doing too. Some of the what was it Chaco Mountain or something that they showed up?
1: Yeah, yep.
0: And we were like, "Yo, you know." So that's gonna be good.
1: One notable thing for me was Live Alive. I'd never heard of this game before. Um, The pair Schneider from IGN was all over Twitter with this thing. It's a game he'd played before because he'd lived in Japan for a little while, and it 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 apparently has like several chapters, and each chapter has a different how do I say genre like there's a chapter that that's science fiction. There's a, there's a, there's a chapter that's medieval. It's I like mean, when we
0: were in school and we go to different classes, the game plays kind of like that. We're, okay. You're done yeah. with that. Now you go to this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and Sean, you want, I, I know you want to talk about Mario Strikers. Yeah. As
0: soon as they showed a little bit, I went, yo, and, and, and I was. Funny, I don't know why, but this particular stream we did, John, I've seen so much replay on it on my channel. It's mm-hmm. crazy. I'd never have... It, over and over I'm hearing your voice in my head and I'm like, what's happening? And it's because it's playing, but yeah. Uh, this is a point in my life where I really want this game and I'm not gonna... I'm not bashing Mario Golf. Right? And that game's great and we played it and we should play it more. Yeah, This game, uh, I'm gonna play a lot because it's gonna be fun to play soccer. I love when they bring back old titles but refresh them like this, especially sports and that speaking of sports, that whole new take on Wii Sports, the Switch Sports thing. Um we got to talk about how they highlighted the bowling like he just kind of moved his little arm and I mean, come on, bro. You got to like slide down your carpet at the house. You
1: know <laughs> I am curious how how well that's going to sell. It's like uh, you know, you can see that you know, Nintendo Nintendo increase their projections for this year with, I don't know, 20 some odd million units they were going to sell. I wonder if that had something to do with the incoming of Nintendo switch sports. I mean, you, you, but you have to remember from a, an historical perspective, Nintendo uh, Wii sports came out prior to the iPhone. And, you know, the reason, <laughs> I mean, the reason it did so well, one could say, I mean, this is a little simplistic, but it, exist, it It existed in a world without an iPhone. So it remains to be seen how well this title does in a world where the iPhone exists. You know,
0: I think it's going to be better because there's mm-hmm. TikTok and Snapchat
1: yeah, and Twitter
0: and ways to capture video highlights to share on Facebook of your family member playing Wii Sports or Switch Sean, Sports, you know?
1: Sean, that's analytical as F. Yeah, very and totally uh,
0: anecdotal and also... <laughs> Whatevs, whatevs, (laughs) but yeah. Uh, So in the chat, they uh, panda asked, "The Breath of the Wild two was that a letdown?" And I gotta say, we go into every Nintendo, you know, and I don't don't think anybody was expecting it because yeah, the more we keep up with them, I don't know how you guys do, but us three, we kind of we're kind of hearing things and we kind of have anticipations. I don't think we thought at all that it was going to show up we were at most, if you put money on it, we probably would have said maybe they give a release date at the end or something, mm-hmm. you know, but that, that even be kind of tough to do, but yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. But I, yeah. you know, I, I was overall very happy with, you know, announcements that I, I guess I, I am so excited for Kirby and the last of us part two. Uh, yeah. So we have heard John. This, yeah. <laughs> And you know, Mike. Mike is now a believer in Kirby. I mean, that's his favorite thing. You know, it's like well, th- we it's can't like, talk it's like, about why. It's well, it's well, it's like the it's like Kirby has a mouth mm-hmm. that's like a Hoover vacuum cleaner. You know what I mean?
0: It really just as, Hooby, as Kirby goes through the world, he sucks everything. Yeah, yeah. He just, he, he
1: just yeah. He just lets it all you know. Yeah, and uh, and I got that that mechanic where he turns into that car and that vending machine. I, I just. This game's gonna make me happy. I, I gotta be honest; <laughs> it's really gonna you make do this me a happy. lot.
0: But you have a way, right, of hyping yeah. me up, gassing me up without even realizing you're doing it. <laughs> I'm already on my app about to preorder freaking Kirby. I'm telling. Oh, you. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, it's going uh, down.
0: Yeah, yeah, but they, yeah, it was very. It was actually, like I said, in hindsight, it wasn't a bad Nintendo Direct. It was pretty good. Yep. Um, but if you're ready, Chris, we can talk about some Xbox news. Sure sure Uh, we got some (laughs) i I I just i just let you all nintendo (laughs) Uh, i know you did i saw you kind of pivot and i was like you know what but did you chris
2: did you watch it at all uh i did watch some of the highlights um i guess if i would say anything i'm on the opposite on the mario kart part mainly because i'm just over here going like okay 2023 we know nine is in the works right That means the latest or the earliest it comes probably is 2024, maybe 2025. And I'm thinking in the meantime, all I get is 48 tracks from old games, not new tracks. Not like you're coming and saying, look, we made a bunch of new stuff and we're going to release it. But like just, you know, bringing back things. I don't mind there being a mix. I wouldn't have a problem with that. But here it's just like, okay, yeah, I've done my Mario Kart thing, you know? Um, and I would really like to see what that team has next. But besides that, man, Fire Emblem Warriors, I, I was like, when I saw that, I don't think I'm going to play that game. As a fan of Fire Emblem Three Houses, I was like, that's the perfect fit for that. That made perfect sense why they would do that for it. So, uh, yeah, but that's that was really my only two thoughts on it.
1: I thought it was fine. You know, you know it would be cool if you know if they took the original 16-bit tracks from the original Mario Kart and then put the the modern uh Kart Racers into the game and you just race on the 16-bit tracks that would be fun. <laughs> that would. Like how fun. would they do that? Like do that on a 16-bit Rainbow Road? Yes, that would be interesting. Like have, You'd pay th- be- you'd pay 24.99 for that. Sure. I just want something <laughs> I want
2: I want new. I want new from it it's been around forever i mean i don't look gta yeah i get that makes a lot of money too and i'm fine with that i guess because they put out red dead redemption too but <laughs> <laughs> i want new
1: gta as well
2: i'm waiting on those things yeah i'm with you
1: <laughs> I, 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 it's and guys it's coming it it really is yeah it is <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> mike d good good old mike d Anyways, good old mike d uh here are your
2: latest games for game pass uh, that will be in the second half of February. We got Total War Warhammer 3, which will be out, I believe, um Thursday. And that's a day one release. Madden NFL 22. Uh Alice Madness Returns. Crossfire X, which might be one you want to skip from what I've gathered. Uh yes. Edge. <laughs> Edge of Eternity and Skull the Hero Slayer. I believe Edge of Eternity and Skull the Hero Slayer are already available now. Like, they just got, like, last week at some point. Oh, you can get so. them today. That's yes.
1: what's up. So, like Crossfire that. X got a three yeah. today from IGN. I feel a like...
2: three. I feel like They Remedy, don't give threes to anybody. No, like, I feel like Why Remedy... Is so bad? I think Remedy got brought in, and then I think Remedy went, Yeah, well, we'll do what we can, then... Like Xbox, you just know it's like when they were doing the launch of it, Crossfire X was right at the front of their, you know, launch. And then after it got delayed, you just started hearing
1: very little about
2: Crossfire X, which is never a good thing when you're tied to a console like that.
1: That's so. a Ubisoft joint, right? No, Smilegate. Huh?
2: Smilegate, I believe. is but the company. A- uh, um, Maybe I'm wrong. I'll, I'm pretty sure because I think it's like a... a Yeah, like a Korean game or something like
0: that. But maybe I'm wrong. Uh, what about some COD announcements, though? I do. I don't like fish, man. No. What about Call of Duty? That's what you were talking about. Oh, Call of Duty. Oh yeah, there'll be a new Call of Duty. Uh, I promise you that it's going to come out this year. It's a sequel, of course, to 2019's Modern Warfare. It's going to be developed in partnership with a new Warzone release that will be designed. Uh together really from the ground up. And that's a quote. Development for both projects will be led by Infinity Ward. Uh both Modern Warfare and Warzone are two of the most successful Call of Duty. How many times did Sean say duty during that one? Projects in its history. So yeah, there you go. There it is. Is this the year I finally play Call of Duty again? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> But it is it worked. the year that Cyberpunk returns, apparently.
1: Yeah, I, I heard that. Yeah. Does John got anything to tell us about that? Oh, it's a long time coming. Oh. But PS5 and Xbox Series X and S upgrades for Cyberpunk 2077 are being released today at the time of this Twitch stream. What? Mm-hmm. You can also get a free trial version, uh, free DLC and a huge 50 gig 1.5 patch for, <laughs> all, for all platforms. The trial will allow you to play 5 hours of the game, very generous. Hmm. Patch 1.5 will come to all platforms and is a huge 50 gig update which <laughs> aims to add new fixes and features with new perks. I um I found out today and it and it's starting and I'm hearing this a few times here and there. It's starting to show the disadvantage. I'm like, "Uh, ah, you know, I've got the Xbox Series S. I'm good. I'm good, but you know, a lot of the games are going to be rendered at fourteen forty p, which is obviously, yeah, literally. that's no surprise. But at thirty frames, it, no, there's rarely going to be a game that's going to jump to sixty frames on on the on the console that I have. Mm-hmm. So, but the, um,
2: the where for me was when I saw this went live today. I um, downloaded the game right. Downloaded yet. it on, on PC, yeah. And then okay. I uh tried to fire up that game and I kept getting some fail launch issues. So
1: apparently, there is
2: some bug out there that uh can, can, I think I and I don't think it's new, I think it's something to do with their launcher uh that they have. So mm-hmm. for Why now, did you say launcher like that, bro. Well, because that's what it is, it's the launcher,
0: yeah. But you uh, said launcher. Yeah, that's the way I say launcher. <laughs> I'm launcher. hearing
1: I was hearing something about that on PS5, but not on not on yeah. PC.
2: I, I mean like I like I went I was like, how do you fix this? And there were YouTube videos going back to last year on it, you know, so it's not something new, I guess. Um I have changed some things on my PC, obviously my processor being the core one, so I don't know if that's what's caused it. Um but I'll I delete it and I'll give it a couple more patches and maybe
1: I'll come back. <laughs> we'll yeah. see. That's a big big patch.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh the article actually said it was huge. huge. And there's
2: a lot. They they have a lot of things. I don't know how substantial they I'm are. But you know. Yeah.
1: Speaking of huge them. things, I hope I hope they give I hope they give it a good go.
2: A good go. Well, speaking of huge things, because Sean loves huge things. Yeah. I do. He really loves huge things. I have yes. personal experience on this. Uh, so following,
3: big.
1: So big.
2: Following its free-to-play launch on February 11th, Lost Ark has already become Steam's second-most played game of all time by concurrent players, with a high peak of 1.325 million people. I'm not going for the the hundreds. No. Yeah, We don't care okay. about that. You Know, yeah, there he sure. had it. Um, the surpass this surpasses CSGO, which peaked at 1.308 million. Uh, it looks like Amazon has emerged as one of the more successful companies trying to break in the gaming market over the last five years. And I would say, unlike New World, this one has a very strong opportunity of legs because it's built. It's a game that's been out
0: in Korea for what? Like a year or two now, Sean? So Yeah, it's and I heard uh from my good friend that we the release in the States is nothing compared to what's already been released in Korea. Correct. Like, like there's so much more content it? to come. I saw an article today, I think it was on
2: uh IGN. Um some people say IGN. Uh but Yeah, they do. <laughs> but uh <laughs> There's like eight more classes they haven't even put in the game here for the U.S. version that they know exist. Like this
0: is in the Korean version in the game already. So there's a lot to come. What's funny is this. If this is a, a fun fact, I was thinking this when you guys were talking about it. But uh, Smilegate released both Lost Ark and Crossfire. Ah, <laughs> swinging a miss and a home run, <laughs> right? Well, it's All like, right.
1: It's uh, weird. Chris are, you, Chris, are you playing this? I have it.
2: I have played it briefly because Diablo. Um, right. And it's just a thing where I had to explain to Mike. Well, Sean, mostly Mike, a little bit of Sean, uh, but mostly friend of the show, Mike, that I would love to play it. But there are two games that I have yeah, to play games. before I big can
0: game. get to it. <laughs> John, I got to tell you, the game does support controller. Okay, cool.
1: Uh, and it. It
0: feels delicious with a controller. Like, pl- like are you
1: are you playing it that way? Yes.
0: Yeah. I'm playing it with the Xbox
1: uh I would
0: say this, John X controller. Of what yes. I've
2: played of it so far, this would be the one that if I was gonna recommend to anyone who's not John Q public MMO guy, this is it. Because it really is at its core very similar to Diablo.
0: Hmm.
2: I mean camera and everything.
0: Yeah. A lot of people, and and I'm not assuming that Draven equals all the people, because in chat he he was questioning or confirming the controller support. But yeah, a lot of people may not know mm-hmm. that Lost Ark supports controller, and it sure does. It sure does. Nice. Um. Yeah. What else is nice is when I when the timing sets up and MPD numbers come out and the the way that it's set up to read, I get to read them. I really enjoy these when I can, but sometimes it don't be like that. But in this time, I win, and so does PS5. Nice. Nice. The PlayStation nice. 5 was the US, U.S.'s best-selling console in January of 2022, and that was according to NPD, of course. This was for uh, both units sold and dollars made. They go hand-in-hand. Hand. The Xbox Series X and S placed second in both of these categories. This is an increase of 22% year-over-year. And, uh, you know, like we always do here, your top 10 best-selling games for January. Uh, I'll start at number 10 and work my way up. Number 10, Battlefield 2042. Game of the year. (laughs) Number 9, Rainbow Six Extraction. Runner-up, game of the year. (laughs) And look at this. We just talked about it. Mario Kart 8 at number 8.
1: Stop buying it, guys. Don't make another one. (laughs)
0: Uh, Number 7, FIFA 22. Uh, those games always, of course, sell really good, so no surprise there. Still kicking it though at number six, uh, mm-hmm. PlayStation Five launch exclusive Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. My friends tell me I need to play that one. I probably oh, yes. need to play that one. Uh, number five,
1: God of War. That's yeah. got to be the PC, right?
0: Got to be an influx of PC players, but right? They don't. I agree with you. Uh, they
2: don't include
0: Steam on here, Steam which is crazy, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, that's. Yeah, like they the do. Weird- no they don't. They actually do. And a fact check will occur <laughs>
0: shortly. Number 4 Madden NFL 22. Uh it you know, that game just like FIFA, they're going to get their unit sold. It's awesome. Um let's see here. Number 3 Monster Monster Hunter Rise. I was asking my stream last night if uh, I was going to get a, this game on stream. I probably need to at some point, but I get all in on these games, dude.
2: By the way, number uh, four, please stop buying Man NFL
0: 2022 because they might make another one. Funny. <laughs> Why and is Chris also- attacking everybody
2: today? And also, oh, uh, I would like to say I was wrong. I will
0: admit when I am wrong. Oh, on air. Was he was wrong. Number two. Nothing wrong with this one at number two, Call of Duty Vanguard. And John, I'm going to need some help with this number one because I mispronounced it and I'm currently don't remember how to pronounce it. Okay. But number one was Pokemon legends. Arceus. Arceus. There it is. Y'all, y'all sleep on Pokemon. If y'all want to, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, there you go. Uh, John and this is one, one of those times where I currently am not playing any of the top games.
1: <laughs> Same. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> uh, well, I did play Mario Kart Eight over the weekend with my niece. Oh, nice! Did you dominate and win? Um, I did the first time, but then she switched to the controllers, and I suffered from drift.
0: Ooh. Oh, so but you didn't like let her win. So,
1: so she won.
0: Yeah. Yeah. big time. Yeah. You got owned. You're a noob. He had, and she's he uh, had, and
1: she's uh she's 6 years old. <laughs> yeah. Draven's uh she had uh, drift.
0: We get. It, live update from our, our thing we just talked about. Cyberpunk update is 63 gigs. Did you know that, Chris? I did. What system? I don't think it matters.
1: Oh, sorry.
0: No. Uh especially on like he's on Xbox, I think. Xboxs. Um uh, That's quite
1: an update, Sean. Ooh! Speaking of updates, John. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about some Activision Blizzard updates. Microsoft has confirmed that, quote, Call of Duty and other popular (laughs) Battle Activision Blizzard titles will not just be released on PlayStation to honor (laughs) existing contracts, but, quote, beyond the existing agreement and into the future. The future! To be clear, and this is a quote, Microsoft will continue to make Call of Duty and other popular Activision Blizzard titles available on PlayStation through the term of any existing agreement with Activision. And we have committed to Sony that we will also make them available on PlayStation beyond the existing agreement and into the future so that Sony fans can t- continue to enjoy the games that they love. Hmm. We are also interested in taking similar steps to support Nintendo's successful Ooh. platform. We believe this is the right thing for the, this is the kicker here. We believe this is the right thing for the industry, for gamers, and for our business. Did Phil say this stuff? Phil said this <laughs> stuff. This sounds uh, like Phil. In, in other news, Microsoft is committing to put the right leadership in place in order to improve the culture of Activision, 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 Activision Blizzard. Quote, well, we're looking to the leadership team at Activision Blizzard today to make culture and workplace safety a top priority every single day until the day <clears throat> when this deal hopefully closes. <laughs> it's interesting the way he said hopefully closes. And then we'll take over and we need to make that same commitment. All yeah. Obviously, great posturing there. Um Yeah. No more needed of that to, quid pro quo and hostile needed, work environment mess over there, huh? Needed to make that statement. The interesting thing to me, and and look, this is, this doesn't mean that that this is true, but it's interesting that they're making this announcement following the announcement that the FCC and other regulatory agencies are taking a hard look at this acquisition. It's like, so how do we make this look less like a monopoly? Well, let's make them. Let's make sure. Let's let's. We don't want to do this, but let's go ahead and put our best foot forward and say we're going to make these titles available on all these platforms. So to look less monopolistic to when you, the FCC.
0: Uh, you were supervising the news team and getting these stories together. Do mm-hmm. you remember how far after, like how many days apart, the announcement of the investigation? and then the- Well, the
1: announcement of the investigation was was at least was last week, if not the week before.
0: I got you. So they had and a little so, time. A and so, plan.
1: yeah, and and you get this news, you know, because before that it was we're going to honor our contracts. Yeah, we, we made fun that. We're like, I know you're not. But this is, but this is what gets me. We believe this is the right thing for the industry, for gamers, and for our business.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. What does that mean for Star, Starfield? What does that mean for ongoing Bethesda properties? Are having those exclusively to your console? Is that the right thing? For gamers and for our business,
0: taking it out of context bro I have, I have
1: i have no dog in I have no dog in this fight, but Phil Spencer needs to quit talking out of both sides of his mouth. He really does because you can't say that you can't say that Activision Blizzard's content is what's best for all gamers, and then on the other hand, go, well, Bethesda's ours it's either better for the industry or it's not it 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 does it's not a this it's not a one size fits all <laughs> See. kind of thing i mean he just he just wants to he just wants to sort of curate his comments for each additional situation that seems to come up and it's gonna i don't know it's, it's at some point it's gonna be like gamers are gonna be out there going like yeah but come on phil you, you, this is they're gonna start to figure it out soon that's what i'm worried about
0: how come when you see phil like in a lunch line you like shoulder bump him when you walk past him why you hate phil now man I love Phil Spencer. Love Does him. Does it yet. sound like it? I'll tell I you know, that much. Yeah. Love him. It. I Constantly would say like you want hands on. Coolest
1: guy. Coolest guy in video games, hands down. I would say when I heard Just this, got a style.
2: I thought primarily when I read this, I that above all else, this means kind of what I thought was one of the options when they bought this company, which is that Call of Duty will probably transition to a live uh, as service game. And when you have that kind of thing, as we just saw with Sony and Bungie, right? You tend to want to have those games in as many places as you can, right? So
0: that guy, well, I could ban that guy.
2: Jeez. Okay.
0: Uh, and he is banned. I like doing that just so you know that we're live and you could have been here. Listener who was not here uh anyways uh i that's i would
2: imagine that's where the bulk of call of duty multiplayer will go is he you know i don't know what shape it will be if they're gonna divide it up and say there's modern warfare and there's zombies and there's you know classic call of duty as well i don't know if it will just be all one hub that you go into but obviously (laughs) you're gonna do that kind of like minecraft before (laughs) you tend to put that everywhere and Kind of like Destiny 2. You're not going to pull it from places because you want it there. Um, As far as, I don't know, the one-size-fits-all thing and everything, I would just go, yeah, there are different situations, and you have to approach them differently. I'm
1: not shocked. Can you you posture what might that different situation be? The difference is
2: that Call of Duty is an annual franchise that has continually been on every console. Right. So, that's
1: that's fine. That's fine. But correct. Phil needs to say that that's what mm-hmm. he needs to say.
2: But I think that's what you do. You look at the situation and you go, what would happen if we did this? Which is, it would piss a lot of people off. Sure. People might be pissed off about Skyrim, but by the time the next Skyrim comes out, it will have been what, you know, probably 14, 15 years. Starfield has never been on our platform before. So I definitely don't have a problem with that going there. Same with Redfall or, you know, any of the other new titles that are coming out of this deal. And I don't think that restricting, say, if you do Dishonored 3 to just Game Pass, I don't know if Dishonored 3 gets made without Game Pass, honestly. So, <laughs> you know, I think you have to look at each situation and kind of judge it for what it is, but something like Minecraft and call of duty, it's definitely very different. I think the one that'll be more interesting to me will be, what do they do with overwatch two? Is that going to be a live game service or is that going to be something that's exclusive or do they just go ahead and put it out everywhere? Because a lot of people play overwatch with Diablo and say if they ever do anything with wow or whatever this survival game is that blizzard is making i think those are more likely going to be tied to game pass just because they've never been anywhere else so why not why
1: not a couple of years ago uh, 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 phil spencer was quoted as saying and this was the quote i was looking for i was looking for a tweet but it wasn't a tweet it was inter. it was an interview he said quote gaming is about entertainment and community and diversion Mm -hmm. and learning new stories and new perspectives. I find it completely counter to what gaming is about to say that part of that is to lock people away from being able to experience those games Mm -hmm. or to force someone to buy my specific device on the day that I want them to go buy it in order to partake in what gaming is about. Gaming is bigger than any one device. So you're
2: saying that because he said that, are you saying that he needs to therefore put any game he ever gets on every console? Or you I'm saying-, saying,
1: I'm saying that Phil Spencer has been put in a situation mm-hmm. where he's had to, not wanted to, mm-hmm. but had to speak out of both sides of his mouth. Sure. And look, I'm, I'm not, I'm not on the fringe here. This is a common industry analysis of, of Phil's behavior. It, it, it he didn't answer the question about Bethesda for six months. Well, he couldn't. Um, not directly. Yeah. But he knew. And this maybe, maybe is another, I don't know what this, you <laughs> This is another thing where doing the things that Xbox has had to do mm. is run is it is, is, has run to is run counter to what X to what Phil Spencer's core philosophy was at least a couple of years ago.
0: I mean, and it's you-
1: it's just a, it's, it's just an interesting thing where I believe I believe Phil believes that then, mm. I believe he believes it now. I just think that Phil Spencer has been put in a situation where Xbox has to sort of, because of these things, he's had to, he's had to really been he's been forced to, as as Chris, you'd like to say, he's been forced to do PR speak a majority of his time in his position. Now, Well,
2: everyone has that. The thing I would say, like, for instance, when we go back and you read that one quote, I would say, what was he talking about? He was primarily talking about cross you know, being able to play a game that is on multiple devices and not having to decide, do I play Call of Duty on Xbox or do I play Call of Duty on PlayStation? Do you know that for sure? Yes, because that's basically what the whole entire argument was at the time, right? He was
1: trying to pressure PlayStation. Are you sure
3: that that that's
1: what he was talking about? Tell me if I'm wrong. I don't know if you're wrong. I'm I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying that I don't know that. But that seemed to be like what the argument was for a long time.
2: I don't think Phil Spencer has ever said I'm against having exclusives.
1: Well, Chris, I think what you're, what you're doing is you're going back two years and two years. We were talking about Fortnite on multi-platform. Correct. Other things. But I think, I I think you could be correct, but Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to pigeonhole that and go, he was talking about this simply because of the bigger conversation we were having two years ago. Well, I mean, I would be, I would just be cautious on that. I'm not saying you're wrong. You could be right. Mm -hmm. I just don't know. But it looked to me here with the context here, it looks like he's talking about individual individual games that are locked to a console. He didn't say, I can play Fortnite, mm-hmm. but if I want to play with my friends, I got to go to Xbox. That's not what he was saying here. He I- was saying, if I want to play this game, I got to go get this box. That's what he's saying in the quote. I know. I mean...
2: Like I said, I don't think he has a problem. I don't think he has a problem with exclusives because he looks at his competitors and goes, well, they have exclusives. I can have exclusives. You know, that's not the problem. The problem Mm -hmm. is more so looking and going like, well, something is going to be on available in multiple areas. Why should there be a wall up that says you could play here, but you can't play here?
1: Well, what do you think about my theory that he, that the company had to pivot After the FCC decided it was going to take a hard look at their acquisition. I don't think they're
2: really worried about it. I still say that because they've just got too many things that they can point to that is going to be really hard to say. Like, if you're going by what the definition of a monopoly is in this nation and you go, what's the biggest one that's ever been proven? AT&T, right? When they broke that up way back. They're right. nothing are They don't compare to what the definition is. And like, this isn't kind of like NVIDIA and arm where when you go, NVIDIA is about to not only be the one who's manufacturing graphics chips, but they're also going to control CPU chip processing. Now, you know, that's a very different thing for that industry than where you go, okay, well, what is this going to do for Microsoft? Oh, it's going to make them the third largest publisher in gaming. That's, seems to be very hard like phil could literally come in and go if i'm controlling the industry so well why is it the top selling console is nintendo
3: Hmm.
2: yeah why is it i am so dominating i don't think that will hold up to scrutiny over time
1: Hmm. all right then
2: anyways uh new assassin's creed game Uh, reports are Best saying, pivot Sean, ever. Chris, <laughs> Sean,
1: Chris doesn't want
2: this one.
0: <laughs> That's why he got it.
2: Reports are saying that a new expansion for Assassin's Creed Valhalla featuring Basim will be coming as a standalone game that is expected to release either this year or in 2023. According to Bloomberg, the game will not have a massive open world, but will focus on stealth gameplay and is a quote, smaller in scope uh, title than previous ones in the series. Uh the project was reportedly moved from expansion to loan title to help flesh out Ubisoft's thin release schedule and is expected to release before Assassin's Creed Infinity. Nice. I, yeah, I don't care. I'm probably not gonna play it.
0: <laughs> well that, John? that's not nice, Chris. I mean I'm- Well,
1: Chris, weren't you or haven't you and I talked about having kind of a longing to kind of go back to the Assassin's Creed roots? Or was that just me talking to you? And I would like that telling you that that, I wanted that. (laughs) I don't know if like
2: that's not what they seem to be saying. That right? Like they're just saying it's going to be this thing that it feels like it was DLC. Instead, they're going. Let's
1: make money. You know. But when I think of the old Assassin's Creed games, you don't think open world. You think true. You think you think they're more they're more stealth oriented, Mm -hmm. um, and they're like. Hub worlds like Venice was a hub world, and then then you go to different. Then Etsy would go to different hub worlds in Assassin's Creed 2 There's like three or four hub worlds in that game, so it wasn't pure, uh, you know, open world. So I don't know. That's what that's kind of how I see. It's sort of appeasing because there's a community within the Assassin's Creed community, a mm-hmm. sub community that says I, I I have a desire to kind of go back to. um old school Assassin's Creed. I mean, what was, um, one of the hosts on the, um, what's the, the, uh, the Duke podcast cog, I think they call him cog or something like that. Mm-hmm. He was talking about how he wanted to go to, he missed old school Assassin's Creed. I
2: would say that that would get me there. I just don't know what this is yet. So I'm yeah. like, was it, and I will be honest. I did not care that much about <laughs> Bessim as a character in Valhalla. There was not many characters in that game I cared much about. So.
1: Alrighty. Sean, is this me or you? I forget. It's me. Okay, sorry.
0: It's, no, it's, hey, you don't have to be sorry about anything, sweetie.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Finally,
2: there's we.
0: Still in production, and this news article is about the development that Beyond Good and Evil 2 is in. That's right, it seems to be still in development hell, <clears throat> excuse me, after five years of already being in development. The game was rumored all the way back to the year of 2008. Uh, I, I was pretty young then. The game was officially revealed with a trailer back in 2017. So, You do the math, rumored in 08, officially revealed in 2017, and it was clear the game was very ambitious. We last heard mention of the game back in July of 2021, when Ubisoft stated that the game was too early to say any more about it. I wonder if it's still early. I don't know. Hmm. The original Beyond Good and Evil was released in 2003 for these amazing consoles, the GameCube, PlayStation 2, and Xbox. It's on that Final Fancy
2: fifteen development cycle, apparently. At this yeah, point, yeah, no doubt it's <laughs> gonna be we're gonna be like fifty
0: before we play this game. Yeah,
1: I just, what I don't understand is why this game is being developed on such a grand scale. I mean, you saw this thing when they revealed it in twenty seventeen, I guess was was the year, and it just looked like they were putting every bit of budget they had left into this game when. You know, as fondly it's like this cult favorite, but you guys can tell me if I'm wrong. I, I don't recall this game, the first game even selling that well. Mm. Um I think it's a cult favorite, but I don't know that it's sold sold well across any any of its platforms.
0: Right. I don't and I, I don't know don't, the numbers either, but I feel the same, yeah.
1: I mean they're just putting they're just they're just making this thing look like it's the this thing that everybody wants. It's like mm. where's where's beyond good and evil too? And in full disclosure, I never played the first one, but
0: that's probably why you're we don't care. We give zero about it. I'm a good it very yeah, well could are. just be this,
2: and even beyond eh, beyond good and evil too, uh there seems to be some heavy evidence, which is that there seems to be production issues over at Ubisoft lately. Like you look at the uh what's the boat game they had? The skull and bones or whatever? The what's boat the, game. Yeah, when's the last time you've seen anything on that? Heard anything. Can't wait it? to play it. Right? <laughs> Whatever it is. Um, you know, of course, you know, now we're hearing Assassin's Creed Infinity is seemingly not coming this year or maybe not even next year. So you just start to look and go, hmm is it just that they have all these studios and you finally have gone to this point where they don't do very well balancing between one another? right because so many studios touch so many of their games but i don't know maybe
1: sony's buying them <laughs> that'd be weird i mean yeah. the, if you ask me what ubisoft games coming out all i could tell you is mario plus rabbids that's it right <laughs> i don't know if, i don't know if anything else coming out Because nintendo like but you i but but hear the work, they're working on a new division game or something they're working on a new ghost recon game um oh i guess that I guess that uh, extraction game is out now. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know how long that um, that uh, that game we were talking about earlier in the show that got a three Crossfire X. IGN just uh, reviewed the multiplayer. Oh, what did they get that? That got a two.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
1: I got a two. Wow. Jeez. Well, at least you don't have to buy it. I've never seen a two on IGN. I I, I, have. I have never seen. Do you remember what it was?
2: It was a very long time ago. Sorry. I bet it was.
1: <laughs> Man.
2: That's it, guys. Before something else gets delayed from Ubisoft, <laughs> or we have to play Crossfire X, maybe we should wrap this up. Covering it Never. Week. Just to be safe, Just be John. Safe. Okay, we will then.
0: Somehow we didn't peak on that. We didn't peak, ladies and gentlemen. And We have made it to emails. This is where we highlight you guys. So if it sucks, it's your fault because you didn't give us content. <laughs> now the way from the Yeah, I, I, I was in a ramble, and I was going to say electronic mail from the future, but Chris just ran all over that because he apparently has something to do. So F Chris. But if you want to be cool and send us an email, you can do that to <laughs> weeklygameschat at gmail.com. That's weekly games chat at gmail.com. And we have one we're going to highlight because of timing and because Chris is ready to be done with the show. Go ahead, Chris, John, somebody. Juan says, hello again.
2: Well. Hello. Hello. We're getting there, boys. As of my first comment about you guys having only one five-star rating review from myself, you now have 14 ratings. Nice. Uh, Glad to see those numbers growing and hoping that in turn means growth for the podcast. Great review as always on nobody saves the world. And I download the game from game pass. Nice. I just have to try it. Currently. I decide that my mindless job doesn't keep me happy anymore. And I decide to listen to something my mother used to say before she passed last October. She always wanted me to go back to college uh, or to go to college. Sorry. And I am starting to do so. Uh, She would always tell me I was wasting my mind and body working for car companies. I want to go and be a computer programmer with the hope that I'm not too old, 38, that's not old, uh, and to learn SQL Python and hope that in turn leads me to a better life, not just for me, but for my family. My mental health is a big thing, and I've decided to really go for it this time since my current job pays 100 percent of college tuition nice move on other news i watched the nintendo direct it saw many people disappointed by the fire emblem 3 uh hopes but as someone who enjoys the muso games i cannot wait it's a very relaxing genre for me besides what was shown in the direct is there anything else you wish you could have gotten uh keep up the good work and Thanks for always making my day much brighter at work, wishing you guys nothing but the best and hope to keep listening to this amazing podcast for years to come. P S any advice you could shed is always appreciated.
0: Cheers Um. to you, sir. Uh, and thank you for the kind words. I I honestly look, these, these make me, you know, feel, feel good, man. Feels good, man.
1: Feels so good.
0: Feels good. Uh, you you heard us obviously in the news talking about the Nintendo Direct. I I think I'm I think I was good on everything, other than just some release dates, but you boys may have some different thoughts. I thought it was fun. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I think I mentioned, you know, I was hoping for, you know, the Wind Waker thing and the Metroid thing. Yeah. The Prime trilogy thing. But um You know, I, I decided to <laughs> I decided to temper my expectations this go around, and because of that, I think I was pleasantly surprised.
0: There you go, there you go. One, and shout out for you going to college, by the way. Chris has got his finger up; he's going to say something, but I didn't want to forget that. Rock yes. that thing out, man.
2: One, when you learn Python, learn Panda. You'll be able to get any job you want if you learn how to use pandas in Python. Panda,
0: panda, <laughs> panda, panda. All right, we're running. Uh, we're running on over to Twitter now um so twitter Uh, twitter yeah and of course if you want to follow us there it's just at weekly games chat uh and it was real funny um after the super bowl um from that commercial john liked about uber eats the u.s consumer product safety commission had to tweet out do not eat soap we were mentioned because uh I believe the hopper was in my stream and we got to chatting about that. And I was like, there's no way they actually tweeted that out. And <laughs> they did. And we have proof. Uh, the U S at USCPSC on February 13th said, do not eat soap. Uh, also Draven said that this was for Chris. Uh, and this had to do with the real villain in Sifu. And it looks like a cameraman. So I wonder if that was what's going on. Maybe it's weird camera angles and stuff. I don't see any DMS that we need to read. Uh, See John, a DM is, Uh, but once again on Twitter, we're at at weekly Games chat. Uh, Let's see if we have any new followers. We may or may not. I honestly don't know. Uh, Let's see. Well, we followed everybody back so far, but I did want to point out that I saw uh, our good friend, Robert Mikado had burned his hand. Um, I hope your hand's better, because that was showing up on our feed. Uh, Mikado Corp right there. It could have been worse. You were lucky, but I do hope you feel better, sir. Um, we also have a Discord. We promote it as the best Discord on the interwebs. Uh, and let's go see if there's any mail there. Do you guys have it pulled up? I don't. You don't? Okay. I can't. That's fine.
2: No I worries. What's I the have date? to capture your lovely faces.
0: Uh and and following the thread of uh Juan's email, um we do uh, at this point, Punkhead let us know that we had eleven five star ratings over there on uh what's the name of that place? Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Small company. Uh and Tara said that eleven was them. That's cool. Hmm. Um and Zorro uh says john and sean and mike Mm. well duo thanks for the nintendo because mike hung in there with us on the live stream thanks for the nintendo direct live stream today you're welcome enjoyed hanging with you richards uh my personal gold medal goes to the dlc for mario kart but the switch sports game looks to be a massive hit and i'll probably pick it up for me and my wife your wife oh my Personally, I think if that game had released at launch instead of 1-2 Switch and came with every console and all this is assuming it would be a good game, the Switch would have already broken all the records. I could be wrong, but do think the Switch took much longer than it had to to gain momentum. A game like this would have piqued a lot of nostalgic interest, unlike 1-2 Switch, but milk and cows, bro. Switch sports at launch included with every console, and I think we'd be looking at another quarter or even half million more units sold at this point. At this point. Thoughts? Prayers? It's not a bad point, Zoro. I gotta tell you. He's right. I got, I got I gotta tell you, man. It's not not a bad point, man. I
2: you mean. Not man.
0: That's a good. Um point. <laughs> and then uh, this just in, acid sugar lets us know that we'll beat uh, Rogan on Spotify in no time. <laughs> love y'all and everyone who's currently listening so shot uh shot out to acid and then he obviously tells all you richards that he loves you guys i'm really glad so, that john john haven't figured out that i remake make rogan off of Spotify. no we have we've called you out on it and we hate you for it but my lawyers you
2: say did. you can't say that now
0: i'm rich <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen this has been <laughs> episode 344 uh, we appreciate you listening to us however you did. Shout out to of course everyone who hung out with us on twitch TV. Is the music playing? It apparently it stopped, so I restarted. So. It's kinda yeah, it's kinda yeah. there, but it's not. And I'm I'm sorry that I got derailed. But no, no. Yeah, thank you for following us on twitch.tv. Um, uh, make sure that you uh, send us emails at weeklygameschat at gmail.com. Of course we're on the Twitter, not so active, but we're there. We appreciate the love at weekly games chat, and of course Get on over to our Discord channel where you can uh, interact with other Richards and fans of the show and you guys can have fun and play games and stuff together. Um, wherever you go, leave us a great review so maybe we can get up to like 15 instead of 14. Who knows? Uh, but once again, thanks. I'll look to John and Chris and I'll say, boys, I love you. Game on Chris. Game on John. Game on Sean and game on John. Game and now on it's time Chris for... Uh... Oh, okay. Okay. No, no. I, I, I totally <laughs> blanked out. I'm sorry. sorry (laughs) your mom's box peace out everybody thug life (laughs)